The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here with Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements, who is our wonderful um, counselor, coach, information uh, post for anything that you and your family need in navigating senior care. And one of the things that I love about you, Daphne, is that you are available you know, whether people want to hire you to, for a transition or not. I mean, even in the early stages, when you're dealing with potential changes, that's the time to pick up the phone and call you. And you're not invested of when that timing happens. It may happen down the road a year from now, but at least you're beginning the conversations. And, you know, this hour, we're talking a little bit about, not a little bit, we're talking a lot about healing and discourse, healing discourse in families. And um, we talked a little bit in our first segment, Daphne, about, about siblings and everybody comes to the table in different things. And what are you finding um, is a kind of a common theme with siblings together? A common thing that is almost universal is the perception of what mom and dad can or cannot do mm-hmm. and where they need help. And that's because our, our filters are different. Our relationships mm. with our mom and dad are different. It also is because we each have a different set of skills, mm-hmm. things that we can see more clearly than in other areas. Um, you know, mom and dad are not a fall risk to one person. Another person who's, who may spend more time with them and actually sees them moving around rather than just a visit and you're having lunch together sure. at the dining room table. But another person sees them as oh my goodness, they're watching, you know, they're, they're furniture walking, they're touching the walls to get from one place to the other. Mm -hmm. Um, If mom or dad drops something, I'm right there to pick it up. So they're not, you know, bending over to get it. Um, And it just has to do with what our interaction is. Neither is wrong. You know, it's just, what is the snapshot that you're seeing? So that's one of the areas is what can mom and dad actually do? The other one that comes up quite frequently is cognition issues. Um, Are there any challenges in cognition? Is there any short-term memory Mm -hmm. loss? Um, Is there challenges in having safety awareness and judgment? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, that comes with your snapshot of what is your involvement with your parents? What time of day is it? Mm-hmm. Um, did they just have a good protein breakfast and they're full of energy? Um, has it been a while since you've seen them? So mom or dad are kind of pulling all their their physical resources together to, to quote, pull it together. Mm-hmm. Um, we never lose the desire to be socially appropriate. And so um, evaluating cognition challenges within a family can be very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody can have a very cogent conversation with dad one day. And then the next day dad could be delusional it, and that's completely normal. Mm-hmm. So again, having the third party come in, have the doctors, the professionals, the medical professionals come in and have a baseline. Um, if you are questioning any of physical or mental abilities is the best route to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, having sibling to sibling go toe to toe on, nope, dad can still do that. He's just fine taking the garbage out and navigating the steps. He can have a bag and hold the railing and be just fine. Somebody else might see it a little differently. Mm -hmm. Again, the bottom line is our common goal is for safety, right? Dignity and a world as big as possible in their unique uh, story. Mm -hmm. 
So those are some things that I see that come up with within siblings. Sometimes we can get into finances. Um, this is one of the elephants in the room mm-hmm. talking about finances and, and what is the attitude of the family? What was mom and dad's wish at one time? And we still are working with a generation that has the huge value of leaving something for their, their children. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving an inheritance is still a part of their um, norm. They were left an inheritance many times. And so people want to continue that, that tradition sometimes it's not possible. And so having the conversation about finances in terms of this is mom and dad's money, Mm -hmm. mom and dad worked hard for it, or they invested wisely. And thankfully, they have resources now to be able to help with their, their private Mm -hmm. care needs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, We are living a long time still, we have medical technology that helps us to do that with dignity. Um, And so we do need finances. Often, often this is a conversation I have to have with the elders, the mom and dad that says your gift to your kids can be that you are safe and that you do have the care and the quality of a living environment that you deserve. Um, Yes, it would be nice to be able to leave an inheritance to your children, but I think your children really are valuing your quality of life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we open up that door of conversation. Um, it's done with a lot of permission. It's something that we don't just, you know, bulldoze our way into and have this conversation about finances because many people are very private about it. Um, There may be financial quote secrets that Mm -hmm. some of the family knows, some of them don't know. There may be surprises, you know, that people don't know. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless, the bottom line is communication is always key in working Mm -hmm. through any crisis situation so that you can get to the healing if it's needed. Right. And I think that applies not only in the crisis situation, but in the ongoing scenario of taking care of a loved one. I know in the initial stages, because my mom and I initially were not close when I first started taking care of her she was closer to my former sister-in-law and so she had her managing my mother her managing her finances because she was closing off from me and almost resentful that I was Mm -hmm. the person that was chosen to take care of her and I remember having to deal with her saying mom needs this mom needs that and this this consternation of you know no she doesn't and that's and right. that there's this person's absent. And yet that person that's on the front line, like me, I was seeing the day-to-day thing. Mom needs new clothes. She doesn't have those things. She doesn't do, you know, she doesn't, um, you know, she's spending too much money on all these mail order catalogs. I see these encyclopedias showing up. I don't know where they came from, you know, and I'm the one that's trying to help, but I feel like I'm frustrated because I don't have, I have somebody else you know, managing from a distance. And I think that's, that was my experience, but it certainly happens. I think very common in families that there's different people for different things. How do you, how do you deal with something like that? 
That has to be the third party that comes in, whether it be right. the doctor, a PA, you know, a, a social worker, mm-hmm. myself, somebody from another agency. Um, but it does have to come from a third party or you're just going to dig in deeper mm-hmm. unless someone mm-hmm. has the skills to be able to put their sure. own personal feelings aside and embrace the mm-hmm. other person they're talking to, yeah. which is very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. So to have that third person, boy, I really encourage every family to do that. It will alleviate a lot of discontent and grief mm-hmm. um, because there is different perceptions. I mean, even in my own family, there's only three, three of us siblings. We all were caregivers at some level. All of us had different caregiving skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine happened to be one that was the highest. So I spent the most time with my dad. Um, my brother had a hard time you know, seeing everything that was here and he engaged and related to dad on a different level than I ever would. Of course. Um, And so his perception was different. My dad was different with my brother. I'm sure. Uh, You know, and that's, that's different. And, and that's, I guess the thing that happens is like, you know, everyone deserves a seat at the table. The question is, is that we all have to have it's like a table manners, you know, we all have to have manners and we all have to acknowledge people's strengths and their ability to, you know, to hold that table up or those, those chair, you know, the legs on the table. So the fact is, is that it's working as a team and a lot of people don't know how to do that. Um, so it's a learning process. Suzanne, a lot of that takes, um, a real humbleness to, to set aside your strong feelings to be able to hear what someone else is saying. Yeah. And so in that humility can be real um, productive conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than nitty- nitpicking at each other and being protective of our position. Or resentful. Yes, or resentful. Yes, <laughs> Which, just be able to, to get around that. Exactly. And I think that's the thing that, you know, that's where, you know, the timeout factor happens, you know, maybe, you know, there's a time before you respond to that email, it's to get up and take a walk, um, move around, um, think about why we're doing this. Think about the processes of what's good about this, you know, and sometimes it's hard, but you're right. It's about humility. It's about, um, you know, forgiveness, even when other people are hurting you and realizing that, you know, it's for the greater good. And it those is. are the things that I think is, can be a challenge for so many families in coming together, because we don't want people to come, you know, apart at the seams. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that I think that happens so frequently. I know with my family, it did. And certainly I've talk to many families that that's happened and it's you know it's how do we come together and how do we work together I think that's so valuable and somebody like you can certainly you know not necessarily be the referee but help to bring out situations to find common ground and and keep people focused on the right that's it it's keeping focused um I think another uh, a theme that I see is personality styles and how to process information. Mm -hmm. Some are very methodical and want something to take a long time. We have to do thorough shopping, thorough researching, you know, have ad nauseum conversations, um, you know, regurgitate things over and over. Not bad, just a personality type. And then another sibling is like, we've identified the problem. We've got some, some, possibilities now let's decide on the solution and move forward (laughs) let's get it done let's just get it done yeah Um, 
that happens a lot in families. Yeah. Um, no, no, great. no. Slow down. Slow the brakes down. <laughs> and the other person already has the house sold and mom and dad are moved. That's so, great. <laughs> well, let's Neither talk a little mom. bit more about this in our next segment about, you know, really this whole healing process, I think not only with siblings, but also with our parents. And in the meantime, Daphne, how do we reach you? 855-734-1500 is our phone number. And at our website, you can reach us at pinnaclereplacements.com. Fabulous. And everyone, we're talking about healing this hour with Daphne Davis coming back right after this. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire, become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.